Nothing rests. Everything moves. Everything vibrates. This principle embodies the truth that everything is in motion, everything vibrates, nothing is at rest. Facts which modern science endorses and which each new scientific discovery tends to verify. And yet this hermetic principle was enunciated thousands of years ago by the masters of ancient Egypt. This principle also explains the differences between levels of manifestations. Matter, energy, mind and even spirit, which result largely from varying frequencies of vibration. From the all, which is pure spirit, down to the grossest form of matter. All is in vibration. The Golden Rosy Cross recognizes this hermetic principle that all is vibration and that this difference in vibration also causes a fundamental condition which results in two distinct nature orders, two planes of existence. One of these is the world that we all know, experience and perceive and which provides a life realm for the natural material condition. This is what we call reality, the life that we go through, the existence that spans from birth to death, with everything in between, the joys, the suffering, the multitude of human activities, and yes, also, although in a very different form, another reincarnation on the ever-turning wheel of life and death. The other nature order is outside of what we can perceive ordinarily. It is an essence completely other to us. Yet, it is out of this other plane that powers and forces responsible for guiding the spiritual development of humanity can also touch us. In this way, through a process of inner preparation, of awakening to this reality and all its consequences, we can re-emerge, we can be reborn into that higher field of consciousness and life. Human suffering stems from the essence of the ego, which is separation, fragmentation and powerlessness. The supreme opposite to this would be divine love, whose essence is integration, unity and serenity. The ego manifests through fear and force that may be seen as the carrot and the stick which wants to influence us on a spectrum of experience. Humankind is motivated positively by it through for example the subtle, highly useful learned skills demanded for the maintenance of our civilization. However, the other extreme of the destructive negative influence would reach as far as the bombastic arrogance that's necessary for manufacturing warfare, while the latter is rarer and more restricted by civilized society. Nevertheless, when an individual personality focuses solidly on their chosen status, acquired identity, 
or perceived role for their perceived level of success or fulfillment on the material plane life. The origin of this motivation will be rooted in the same self-preservation in the ego, no matter how refined. So the human personality's activities will always be from the same root cause, thus forging almost unbreakable bonds of suffering without any true spiritual insight. The lower frequency of vibration is the cause of this fundamental separation. The interplay of polarities, the continuous rebalancing of forces and energies with opposite tendencies that we experience in our life, in our world, be it in the political or social arena, or within our own consciousness, bind us completely to these lower vibrations, which at the same time originate from our lower creative faculties, our mind, our will, our actions, both in the human collective as well as in ourselves as individuals. This is the basis of movement in this world, where the human consciousness acts and manifests. Creation, maturation and disintegration must follow each other as sure as night follows day, as we live totally enclosed within a recurring cycle of abundant life, but which is always concluded by death. If our inner disposition is totally attuned in daily life for the priority of self-preservation, this will be completely influenced by the lower vibrational forces of materiality. We could perhaps accept this condition and just get on with our lives, but can we? Perhaps you too feel an urge to reach for something else, something intangible. It seems to be so far and yet so close. It calls us, it urges us, it stirs within us. It is, in fact, that second nature that we mentioned that other plane of existence that is not perceivable by our ordinary consciousness, and yet we feel it beyond and in spite of all that life throws at us. We feel it because an atom of a new reality, a spark of a fire not from this nature, is already present within us. This is a glimmer of a new consciousness that allows us to somehow perceive this other nature. This is where our spiritual path begins. What now, you may ask? If we accept fully that our existence has so far been completely one with these limited material circumstances, we can open ourselves to a new attitude towards the experiences of our life. We can make space for a different understanding of what the meaning and goal of existence can be. New possibilities open up in front of our inner eye. This is very important 
because we need to understand and see things for what they are. Is our inner disposition totally attuned in daily life to the priority of self-preservation? To the self-protection, which is protection of the sand castles we built? To the projections on which we construct the sense of what we do and who we are? Then we would be completely influenced by the lower vibrational forces of materiality. This is the prison we built. This is where the vibrational difference prevents any contact with a different, higher field of life, from where the touch of the eternal is able to manifest within our heart, to manifest via the first glimmer of consciousness that has awakened in us, which we Rosicrucians call Spirit Spark Atom. We live in the dawning era of Aquarius, where a deeper sense of feeling is gradually made possible. It awakens in the human heart its spiritual quality. More and more people seek a different kind of direction and purpose in life. Humanity senses an urgency for this new purpose. Owing to the confusion that the earth is undergoing. With all the multiple and rapid changes, humanity must react and react adequately to the challenge of the change in consciousness, in head and heart. When we are sincerely inspired to be consistent with this unfolding new perspective, we can find the true meaning of our own life and start on this new path. We can then see daily life experiences as part of this awakening of the new consciousness. A new consciousness that moves from being that of a natural soul to eventually realizing the spirit soul. This new perspective from the awakening new consciousness gives the possibility of a different response to life experiences. It enables us to make a space in the interval between the inner and outer world so that mysteries about this path may be unveiled in the process of self-initiation. The personality can become prepared to be deeply engaged with this unfolding process. It learns how to turn away from the previous influences of the egocentric self that occur in the thinking, emotions and deeds. Our natural thinking is limited and undeveloped primarily uses the intellect to solve any existing problems in life. It insists on taking them apart so as to analyze them 
This approach is its only capability, as it sees the mystery as a problem, just like a riddle with various aspects. The thinking is used to analyse and assert its control. The ego obstructs those seeking the spiritual causes and mysteries through presence of fear. Thus, the seeker is prevented from moving away from a superficial view of life's problems. The intellect is merely asked to present solutions to daily life's riddles. If we allow this fearful focus, it would prevent a deeper connection to the renewing power within the heart. Experiencing without fear allows the development of a deeper receptivity and insight. The consciousness can leave behind earlier mental constructs about reality. The ego and associated fear become less obstructive. The renewing power from the heart through the spirit spark can manifest as insight. When consciously focused on being within this deeper renewing power, life experiences can become our mysteries for initiation. The distortion of fear has been shut out and so we can develop an attentiveness, more profound and more sensitive. The intimate touch in the heart of this renewal force, this all-encompassing love, promotes the unfolding consciousness through soul work. Our participation starts with responding positively out of that first glimmer of light in us. Our life starts changing because we now start vibrating more and more in tune with this light. Friends, the resolve and purpose with which we connect with this possibility is the signature and the key of the candidate for self-initiation. Seekers approach the Golden Rossi Cross for guidance on what remains constant and above change. The response given is that the constant is the spiritual center of our being that consistent and unfolding center that is the spiritual enlightened heart. Connecting with the certitude of that I am gives the perfect counterbalance to the unending movement of changeability in moral life. The seeker, therefore, sees that multiplicity is merely an illusion for distraction. Although this is not something that is fully realized at the outset of one's path, it forms an admission or acknowledgement that there is indeed a need for a compass, the inner compass. While in life, on the plane of materiality, everything, everything changes. Nevertheless, this unfolding mystery of soul's work reinforces the heart's renewing capacity. It is this work of the soul that enhances receptivity and the necessary abandonment of distractions. It is the discovery and access to a more profound realm of feeling, an encounter with the spiritual, which unveils the mysteries of life. 
This recognition of the spirit spark atom with the human heart is the mystery for the new life, which is the potential constant that is already within us. But why do we have to repeat experiences over and over before learning? Because a seeker should learn to be fully and exclusively in that spiritual source of being when searching for meaning, so that moving forward on the path of self-initiation with greater clarity would become possible. Entering into this process of transformation is only possible through the awakening of the rose of the heart, and the requirement for the seeker is to inwardly distance themselves from the earth-binding situations and their influences, registered in the heart and in the blood, and distance themselves from the astral realm of constant negative interference. This distancing or detachment is what we call dying before dying. Purification is used in preparation of uncovering the potentially active spiritual aspects within the human system, including the physical and also the subtle bodies. The human system is at times referred to as being in a wounded or damaged state, with elements that need purging in order to restore its health. This is part of the soul's preparation. Friends, this preparation can take many years. Just as children develop in cycles of experiences, with a deeper understanding of what surrounds them, so the human being will repeat cycles of learning, of experiencing, of suffering, Days go by where we encounter the same obstacles, where our buttons are pushed again and again and we react automatically because we have not yet reached enough insight. Months, years, entire lifetimes. Yes, lifetimes. The universal wisdom, as expressed in many traditions, speaks of reincarnation. We cannot shy away from this. The cycles of maturation of the soul, the possibility to finally listen to the touch of the all in us, will keep coming until we manage to get out, to get our life unstuck from the circle of repetition from the donkey wheel of life and death and raise our sight towards higher possibilities. Then we can start the process of purification, of detachment. As part of this process of purification, Taoism proposes the right way of living as one that is in alignment with the Tao, the Way. This refers to the way of the universe, the patterns of existence around us, 
patterns which are constantly being explored, understood and reinterpreted. If you are living in accordance with the pattern of the Tao, the source, the universe, the pattern of everything, then you are living rightly. Leaving our old ways behind to enter the one, the all, the way. For that, the heart must become less and less engaged in the controlling world of collective emotion and action. The type of thinking that is only based on the emotions of the natural soul is merely opinion. So, we aim to detach from the movements and influences of the lower plane of existence, from the plane of battling opposites, through the inner recognition that too many aspects of life are simply exploitative. They are binding us to the negative habits and attitudes of mind, where only sheer strength of opinion holds sway. We have proposed the fundamental importance of the role of the spirit sparks atom and the corresponding requirement of the seeker's keen attentiveness for being constantly ready to adequately respond to its liberating impulses. Having this solid foundation through contact with the spiritual impulses of the heart allows the thinking to continue the liberating work while limiting the influences of the ego to a biological minimum. The thinking being released from the limitation of a constantly circular motion of the intellect can begin now to experience renewal through an endless spiral of ascent towards the spiritual perspective of the field of resurrection. So, as the spirit spark is set within the mathematical center of the human system, or the microcosm, for the completion of the spiritual work of liberation, for oneness, love, freedom, we need to have a fuller picture of the other elements of this integrated spiritual entity. So the microcosm with the context of the cosmos and the macrocosm, with new insights, we open a spiral of farther mysteries to explore.